Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today I want to talk about some of the emotions underneath overwhelm. What I find for myself when I was in the depths of overwhelm (laughs) and for my clients who are extremely overwhelmed, it's about more than the overwhelm. There's usually more going on than just them feeling overwhelmed. And I want to touch on some of those other emotions today and some of the other thoughts that you might be having as well. What I see is that they overall feel overwhelmed and think that, of course, it's because of everything they have going on. But if we slow that down, we ask a couple more questions, we dig a little deeper, we find that Yes, they're overwhelmed and they're often feeling guilty, they're feeling shame, they're feeling resentful, maybe even frustration, dread, boredom, uncomfortable, they're feeling all these other things. And I want to touch on why that might be the case and how to figure out what else is going on for you besides just the overwhelm. Because we can look at the issue of overwhelm, which is always created by your thinking, which is the same for all these other emotions as well. The overwhelm is always created by your thinking. And so often when you solve for this feeling of overwhelm, when you realize, okay, I'm thinking I have a lot going on. I can't get it all done. I'm so busy. When you're realizing that, okay, that's creating the overwhelm, you can solve for that pretty easily. And you can not have overwhelm be the dominant way that you feel pretty quickly. We can solve for that. But if we don't deal with some of these other emotions happening as well, emotions that are affecting also not only how you feel, but your relationships and your work experience and how you move through the world, if we don't solve for those two, then it only deals with a little bit. Like we don't We don't want to just scratch the surface. We want to get below and see all this other stuff too because there's so much there that overwhelm is kind of covering up. So an example of that might be you're overwhelmed because you think you have so much to do and it feels like you're the only one doing all of the things that you have to do at home. And what could be underneath that is a resentment that you feel towards the people in your home. Maybe it's towards your roommate if you are single and you have a roommate. Maybe it is towards your spouse. If you're married, if you share a home with someone, if you have a family and you're experiencing this feeling of resentment because you're thinking, not only are you thinking I have so much to do, but you're thinking I'm the only one that does it and no one helps me and no one offers to help. No one notices that I need help here and that an extra hand would be nice. (laughs) So then what you're experiencing is resentment. And then in experiencing resentment, the way you behave towards the people in your life is not the way that you would like. You are maybe disconnected. You are not engaging as much as you would be if you weren't feeling that way. So yeah, we want to deal with the overwhelm, but we also want to look a little bit deeper and see if there's some resentment there. Let's deal with that too, because that's also affecting how you're feeling. It's affecting how your relationships are going. It's affecting how you're showing up and it could be trickling out into many other areas of your life. 
So, of course, if we just take that example even further, now that I'm thinking about it more, let's say you're feeling resentment towards your spouse because they're not helping out as much as you think that they should. <laughs> and so then when you go to work, you find yourself complaining or commiserating, or maybe when you're around your friends, you notice that you complain about your spouse or you're constantly talking about it instead of engaging in other topics and talking about other things and just kind of letting it be and not, not worrying about it. it it takes over your mind and it's all you can talk about and all you can think about. And I know this because resentment is a very familiar emotion for me. <laughs> I know how that one feels. I also know that overwhelm was at the top. And then once I started to deal with that and got a little bit deeper, I realized it was this deeper emotion there that was bleeding into so many areas of my life. So clearing that up really helped me to feel freedom and no longer feel that constant resentment and frustration. Another example of this might be that you struggle with having less on your schedule and less on your calendar. The feeling of boredom <laughs> is a difficult one for you. So you fill all of your time. And you might be overwhelmed and you might be thinking, I have taken on all of these things. My schedule is full. I'm so busy. But really, when you have a moment of quiet, a moment of downtime, what you will do is fill it. Because feeling boredom, an emotion that is uncomfortable for you, isn't good. You don't like it. And so <laughs> you would rather pack your schedule full be slammed, have so many things to do, then you would feel bored or feel uncomfortable with saying no. It's easier for you to say yes to everyone because that's comfortable, even if you don't like it. And even if you're frustrated that you keep saying yes, it's harder for you to say no because saying no requires you to be uncomfortable, requires you to feel an emotion that you don't want to feel, <laughs> which is discomfort. So and it also might require you to be uncomfortable knowing that other people will feel emotions. Like maybe, maybe they'll be disappointed is what you think. And so in thinking they're going to be disappointed, you don't want to feel the discomfort of that. So you say yes. But really, if you were to be willing to feel that discomfort, willing to feel bored, willing to have white space in your calendar, that's going to create so much freedom for you down the road, even right now, but also down the road as you begin to create space for yourself and design your life on purpose. But right now, that feels too difficult. So you pack your schedule full of things. <laughs> you stay really busy. It's also vulnerable. It's a vulnerable feeling when you go from being busy all the time and packing your schedule full to having space. It feels almost like we are being exposed, especially if you're someone who stays busy because we don't really know how to handle it. We don't really know how to handle space and saying no and having nothing to do. It, it feels uncomfortable and, and vulnerable and we feel open and we're like, Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> so we pack our schedule full. I know this because I did it for so long and now that I do have space, it is a 
process to not fill it because even now I notice that if I have extra time I'm thinking well I could be doing something I could I could clean something I could <laughs> I could take care of something instead of just sitting in boredom and allowing myself to be bored but when I do and when I allow that I then get more creative and I have more ideas and I think more clearly and there are so many benefits of it but we have to be willing to feel that temporary discomfort And that's underneath all of the overwhelm when we expose it. When we are willing to say, what else am I experiencing here? Do I feel guilt when I say no, so I keep saying yes? Do I feel ashamed because I am not doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing according to society? So instead of sitting with that and figuring out what I want to do, I just pack my life full of things. Do I feel frustrated that I have packed my life full of things and now I'm bitter and angry and I show up to everything that I do with this air of annoyance? (laughs) I remember I was thinking back when I was thinking about this, I was thinking back to showing up at my job with this eye roll, I don't want to be here. I would show up right on time instead of early. And I would just have this like, oh, I don't want to do this. Now, of course, I could put on a a nice face and walk in and, you know, not everybody would know that I was feeling that way. But underneath, that's how I was feeling. And I was frustrated and I was not, you know, in the place where I wanted to be in my life. And instead of dealing with that and looking at it and seeing what's really going on here, I just kept taking on more things and growing increasingly more frustrated. (laughs) And I kept myself in this cycle. So the way I was feeling inside just rippled out into everything. So of course, if I'm frustrated at work, then I'm constantly complaining to friends or family or whoever about it. So then when I'm with those people, then those relationships are not being light and fun and enriching it's just this air of negative energy that I would bring (laughs) so when there's more under the surface it's gonna ripple out no matter what it will ripple out you cannot keep that bottled up no matter how hard you try if you have all of that underneath there it will extend out and I was reflecting on this as I was thinking back to who I used to be and the version of myself that I used to be when I was extremely overwhelmed I was thinking about the conversations that I would have with friends and with family, how because I was feeling resentful, I spent so much time complaining or because I was constantly overwhelmed, I was always talking about how busy I was and how I wanted life to slow down. (laughs) And at some point when things slow down, I would always say that when things slow down, you know, then you'll get this, this better version of me right now. I'm just stressed and overworked and tired and all these things. So the question is, how do we solve for all of this? And how do we become the version of ourselves that we want to be and deal with all of this that's underneath? Well, first and foremost, you have to be willing to have awareness and almost see yourself as if you're watching yourself from the outside perspective. So let's say you just move through your life and there's another version of you standing on the outside observing it all. What do you notice? What do you see that you are 
how you are behaving, that you are being every day. Who is that version of you? How is she showing up in her life? How does she speak to her kids? How does she talk to her husband? How does she engage with her friends? Does she constantly look annoyed or frustrated? Does she snap at people? (laughs) Does she like show up always late, running behind? Like who is she? How is she behaving? How is she moving through the world? Be willing to observe yourself from a curious perspective. We're not here to judge. However you're behaving is how you're behaving and that's fine. That's perfectly okay. That's who you are right now. We just want to watch her. (laughs) Be curious and notice, why do I think that's happening? Why do I think she is showing up in this way? Why do I think she is constantly rushing around or feeling frazzled or snappy towards her spouse like what is happening here why do I think she's behaving in this way and then look at if you're looking at it all from a very neutral perspective with compassion that's the other thing if you were to change this if you were to behave differently how would you be moving through your life what do you want it to be like how do you want to be showing up in your relationships at work with your friends in your home with your kids around your family? How do you want to be showing up? What's the energy you want to be giving off? And what do you think it would take to get there? Now, of course, without coaching, if you were to just answer this as a regular old human being, like we all are, we're going to say the circumstances need to change. If I had a different job, if my husband automatically did all of these things around the house, if (laughs) if my family took better care of me, you know, all of these things, we'll, we'll think of all the circumstances that would need to change and that would solve it. But that's not the case. The circumstances can remain the same. What would need to change is how you are thinking about your life. If you were thinking differently, if you were choosing to think about your life in a way that created these new feelings, That's how you are going to feel differently and that's how you're going to behave differently. It's going to have to come from your mind. (laughs) It's going to have to come from how you're thinking and then it it will inform how you're feeling and that will inform the actions that you take and the results that you get. And in coaching, this is what we do. We start at the mind level and we look at how you're thinking about your life. We're going to sort out all the facts. We're going to look at what your life looks like today, what the actual facts are, your job, your spouse, your kids, the things that you have agreed to, the things that are on your schedule. We, we look at all those things as the facts and then we start to sort through what are you thinking about that? And the good news is the thinking is always optional. So you can think differently. And when you think differently, it will inform different feelings. And so then you will feel better about this same life. Your life doesn't have to change. You can then feel better about it. And then you will act differently in your life. And what we want to do is always go a layer deeper and a layer deeper because we want to see what's really going on. Yes, maybe you're overwhelmed. Maybe that's kind of the overall thing. But I guarantee there's more because with me, there was more with my clients. There was more. There was this feeling for me. I remember feeling so 
overwhelmed and having agreed to so many things, but really thinking, I just wish I was doing what I want to be doing. I was, I was following my dream and focusing on what I want to be doing and was able to be successful at that. And I wish I could just do one thing and that be successful and not have to say yes to all of these things and try to get by and hustle and all of these things. And, and of course, what I learned in unpacking all of this was that I didn't have to hustle, that I could change the way I was thinking. And inevitably what I ended up doing was begin to let go, let go, let go. And now I only do one thing. So it started with me changing the way I was thinking about everything that I was doing. And then that informed a different feeling. And then from that new feeling, I showed up for my life differently. I then continued with everything that I was doing while I worked on my thoughts and feelings. And then I began to change some circumstances. I began to let go of some things. I began to believe in myself more. I began to be more successful in my coaching business. And then I was able to let go of yoga and massage and all these other things that I had going on. But it took me working on this from a mind level first. It always starts with our thinking. Our thinking informs everything else. So that is what we do in coaching. We dig below the surface. We look and see what else is going on. We change how you're thinking and how you're feeling and then it informs how you show up for your life. You can feel better. You don't have to constantly feel overwhelmed. But not only that, you don't have to feel resentful and frustrated and angry and bitter and bored and uncomfortable. You don't have to feel all of those things either. You can solve for all of those other feelings, clear all of that up, and then feel differently. And then the other thing that we will do is you will not only feel better, you will also be willing to feel the discomfort of going through this growth process. And that's why it's so great to have a coach because you are comfortable, even if you don't like it, you're comfortable in overwhelm and you're comfortable in resentment and frustration and all these feelings that you feel on a regular basis. Those are comfortable for you. So it's going to be uncomfortable to change that and to get to these, quote, better feelings. It's going to be uncomfortable to feel better. And that's why having a coach to guide you through that process, through what we, we call in the coaching world, the river of misery, where you are in between how you used to feel with how you want to feel, that space in between is called the river of misery. And it is miserable. I'm not going to tell you a lie. It is uncomfortable to go through where you are now to where you want to be because to your brain, it's new and it's unfamiliar. And it's like, wait, whoa, overwhelm was comfortable. Even if even if you don't like it, overwhelm was comfortable. So to get out of that and to get to the place of peace and simplicity and living intentionally, that's going to be uncomfortable. And having a coach to guide you in that process is so, so helpful because doing it on your own, well, it's just harder. That's just the truth. So in coaching, that is what we do. And I would love to guide you in that process so that we can deal with all those feelings underneath and that they will no longer be your dominant emotions. All right, that is the work that we can do together. You can book a free clarity call with me. All the links are below. You can just go to kristinalana.com. You can find me on in Instagram at underscore kristinalana. And we will talk through getting your clarity call booked and what coaching can look like in six months. All these feelings that you're feeling now can no longer be how you constantly feel and you can feel better. I would love to guide you in that process. Let me know if you have any questions. Of course, if you're loving the podcast, leave a rating and review. And if you have just 
any questions for me, I'm going to record a question episode where I just answer a bunch of questions just for fun because I've never done that. So any questions you have about anything that you have heard on the podcast, anything that you've heard me say on Instagram, you just want to know a little bit more or you just want to know a little bit more about me and about how I have gotten to this place and what it means to live intentionally, what that means for me happy to answer it. I would love to share all of the things with you. So send me some questions and I will answer those on the podcast for next week. Hope you have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you later.